You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon back with you for another Leader Training Podcast for Explore the Bible Students. I'm the editor of Explore the Bible Students, and we are in our uh, fall study of Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon, and we find ourselves in Colossians 1, 24 through 23. This is session 8, titled Christ in You. And our central truth is Jesus is both our Savior and King, and He lives by His Spirit in all who trust in Him. So we're going to tackle um, some really like deep theological and important um, truth in this passage. Um, Paul's going to say, I rejoice in my sufferings for you. I'm completing in my flesh what is lacking in Christ's affliction for his body, that is the church. Uh, what does he mean there? Like, is there something lacking? In, I mean, that's the last thing I think we would want to say as followers of Jesus, that there's something insufficient about Jesus's suffering. So I want to point out some key features in the leader guide to help you navigate this. The first one is the give an answer note on page 76 in your leader guide. And it says, with Jesus's suffering insufficient in some way, what did Paul mean by completing what is lacking in Jesus's suffering? It's important to remember that the New Testament was originally written in Greek. That's the way it's, and the way it's translated into our language doesn't always mean what we might think it does at first glance. This isn't to say that the translations we have aren't super reliable. They are super reliable and they're really good. But we still need to be careful because words don't always, phrases don't always translate in an exact one-to-one way. And so we need to kind of unpack what Paul's really saying. The way it's translated into our language doesn't always mean what we think it does at first glance. Paul is not saying that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross was lacking in power and needed to be made stronger by his suffering. Paul had just outlined what Jesus, how Jesus reconciles to God all who trust in him. That was last week. He is our Messiah and Savior, and his death on the cross accomplished salvation. Paul saw himself and all who trust in Jesus as united to Jesus in a powerful way. So when he says completing what is lacking in Christ's afflictions, he means that he saw his own suffering as an extension of Jesus' suffering. This suffering, Paul believed, was part of God's plan to redeem and renew the world. Because Jesus' suffering led to resurrection, we can trust that our suffering is not hopeless. So Paul's actually making a statement about his own suffering. And, and it not being pointless, it being a part of God's plan to redeem the world, not in the sense that Paul's suffering was necessary to redeem other people or anything like that, but to say that uh, by suffering, Paul is demonstrating the gospel. He's living out the gospel. He's having an opportunity to point people to Jesus and invite people to be reconciled to Jesus. Paul suffered in a remarkable way. Um, remember when he was in prison, he was, the book of Philippians tells us, he's sharing the gospel with the guards who are over him, he's looking for ways to share the gospel with, even with Caesar and with uh, the people, uh, you know, all Caesar's governors and so forth that he had to meet with while he was on trial. Like every step of Paul's suffering, Paul saw as an opportunity to proclaim the hope that he had in Jesus. And so um, if we exist to bring glory to God and to point people to Jesus, if that's the purpose of our existence, then like the really frustrating, difficult, most um, like gnarly suffering we might face, difficult times we might face in our lives, um, are opportunities for, for living out a purpose, for, for doing good work in the world that points people to Jesus. Um, so I hope that this passage reframes how we think about, about difficulty and suffering. Um, 
it also has a lot to say about about discipleship. You see, when we are suffering, what we value is tested, is exposed. Um, the focus of our lives comes into focus. Like, the focus of our lives is made clear, right? So um, when you're going through a difficult time, um, you find out what you really believe in. Does that make sense? Um, and I think that's true for your students. Like, some of your students are going through, like, really great times of life right now. Everything seems to be really smooth. You have other students who, um, and there's trouble at home, or there's there may be troubles you don't even know about, right? Um, there may be troubles at school, um, but they're going through some kind of difficult time. And in that time, they have to, you know, these are these are opportunities where God is going, like, hey, where's your heart? Where's your trust? Where's your focus? So help students see um, the opportunity that suffering brings there as well. Um, and to help them think about what it's going to look like for them to grow towards maturity. How have you grown towards maturity? Um, the Be Vulnerable note on page 79 is one I would definitely encourage you to look at. Um, how has God used difficulty, suffering in your life to help you take steps of faith to deepen your trust in Him, to deepen your hope in Him, to deepen your joy in Him, to have a joy that's not based on the circumstances of life? Um, that's one of the great like benefits um, the gospel offers us, is to give us this joy that's like sure, that it's that can't be shaken, that's because it's not based in how things are going in the world around me or in my life or in my uh, my endeavors like school or work or whatever. It's it's sure. I have joy in Christ. I'm loved by God through Jesus. I have a purpose um, for God through Jesus, right? Uh, those things can't be taken away. And that's part of what makes the gospel really, really good news. Hope you help your students think through what that might look like for them. Um, thanks for your time. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.